From Portland, it's the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This week, the team breaks down this record dry April. Plus, they welcome a special guest, former Fox 12 meteorologist Stephanie Krelovich. Now, here they are, Brian McMillan and Mark Nelson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. I'm meteorologist Brian McMillan, and I only got one other meteorologist with me today, but it's the chief, chief meteorologist Mark Nelson. Hey, Mark. Hey, good afternoon, Brian. But um, where did everybody go? <laughs> I know it's it is quiet. really quiet. Just me and you. Uh, yeah, Jeff and Anne are both uh, you know doing other things today. Yeah, she just I think she went to something she needed to go to with family or friends. And uh, Jeff said, you know what? I've got shopping to do today. I don't have time for you people. <laughs> no, I'm just we're, we're kidding. But uh, it's great having all four of us. But once in a while, it's like okay, well, just two of us. Uh, we'll do it together here. But like but we days. do have something special. We are bringing we somebody do. else on here coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. We have Stephanie Kralovich, one of our favorites. Oh, yes. We used to work with her. She she was a meteorologist at Fox 12, and uh, she still contributes to Fox 12 uh, on some of our other programming as well. We'll get into that in just a second. But Mark, first, our local headlines. The news headlines are next. Here's what's happening right now. Well, what a dry month it has been here across the Portland metro area. Mark, we've only had five days in the month of April with measurable rainfall. Just That's five. That's amazing. Remember you like, looked at, do you remember you looked at me yesterday and you said, I, maybe I asked or you said, you know how many we normally have? Yeah, yeah. And then I looked at it. It was 16. <laughs> 16 and we've only had five and not only that i mean out of those five we really haven't produced much they've all been kind of weak little systems we've only had a third of an inch of rain so far this month and that is way below average Uh, average for april is a little under three inches right 2.73 that's a 1981 to 2010 average okay and uh so we're we're at 3200s what do we we've got uh tomorrow we're recording this on wednesday afternoon we know it's not gonna rain thursday we think we'll get some light showers, very light stuff on Friday, maybe a few dribbles, a few hundredths of an inch. There's no way we're getting more than a quarter inch. And so, that's it, right? And then that's so the yes, end of the month. That's the end of the month. Friday night, midnight, it's over. The new month starts. So rainfall-wise, we're going to end up with less than half an inch. I just about guarantee a less than half an inch. And as of now, the driest April on record is 0.53. So I am very confident that uh, we're probably going to have our dry. We are living through our driest April on record. Wow, and those records go back to 1940 at the airport. So this is this is a long, I mean, long stretch it's, here. You know, and it's a big deal, Brian, because I was thinking, yeah, if it was just April and we'd had, you know, a seven-incher in March, you know, some heavy rain, it would be like, okay, this has been kind of nice. We assume there'll be some more rain coming up. But we had a very dry March. So the two together has never happened here, at least since 1940 has not happened at the airport to have two such, I think we've had less than two inches of rain in two months now. So what everybody's going to ask here is after a very dry March and a very dry April, what can that possibly mean here for May and June going forward? Because there's still, uh, you know, still a good chance uh, that, you know, rain falls, of course, in May and June, but they're not super wet months. What does it look like if we look back on the history of a dry March and April? Yeah, sure. If you've lived here a while, you've been through this rodeo a few times. And by that, I mean, you, you uh, maybe uh, maybe a mid-spring freak out about it's kind of dry. And then, bang, we have three weeks of showers and rain and we make a, up a lot of it in later May or June. That has happened last year. It happened. We had a, a five inches of I think we have. Did we really have five inches of rain in June? That sticks out of my head. But wow, it was a lot. It was well above average, as I recall. And we didn't have any fire issues until the end of the summer. So that's an example of how we can make it up. So I did go back. You're alluding to that blog post I did. You can find it at kptv.com. 
little promotion there. Uh, forward slash weather. But I guess nobody says forward slash anymore. It's just slash weather. <laughs> and um, and I did a post, I think it was on Monday, and I looked at the, like the 10 driest Marches and Aprils, where we combine the March and April rain. So I took those 10 driest and I said, okay, so what happened? Yeah, we all want to know what, what happened after that. Did we, did we stay dry? Did it turn wet? And six out of the 10 did uh, stay dry. Four out of the 10 turned wetter than average. Um, so there's still a chance to make it up. If we were to get, Brian, if we were a month from now and we still had a really dry May, I'd be getting really concerned. If we get to Memorial Day, uh, mark my words, that's when I'll be getting concerned. Like, well, we don't have much time to make it up before the summer dry spell sets in. Yeah, and what does that mean here? If if we do stay dry in, in, in May and in June, and we really don't make that up, what does that mean for the summer and, and for our uh, area? We kind of gravitate towards fire because that's what just happened, you know, last last year. And, and we've had smoke, some smoky summers in the last five years. But it, it's water supply. It's um, reservoir. I mean, maybe the, the things that don't seem as important maybe are like lower reservoirs for boating. Boat ramps don't work. The bigger things are, oh, some rural areas, a, a well could go dry by September if we stayed dry like this. Um, in much of Oregon, we are in drought conditions. The southern, uh, the central and the southern part of the state are already dry. So um, there are, we know they're going to experience some of those issues. So basically, the longer we stay dry, the, the, more, uh, the better chance that we will start to see more serious issues. For example, here's one example. I know Portland's water supply, the Bull Run watershed, they really depend on spring rain to fill those. I think there's two big reservoirs up there. And, um, and yeah, they get melt from the snow in the you know winter and spring, and they get the winter rains, but they really need you know the April, May, June rainfall to fill those reservoirs. And, and I don't know the current status of those reservoirs, but um, I, I would assume there will be issues if if this pattern well if this pattern continues through June, we're really in trouble. I think even if we're just average rain, eh, some minor issues, but probably okay. But what we don't want to see though is this this setup to continue. Okay. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about what we see coming up here over the next several days a little bit later on the show. But right now, Mark, we got to get to our interview here because we have a, one of our favorite people in the whole world, uh, Stephanie Kralovich. She worked at KPTV starting back in 2005. That's when she was the uh, weekend, weekend morning meteorologist here at KPTV. And uh, she ended her reign in 2014. We both got a chance to work with her. If you know her, you love her, give it up and welcome to the podcast, Stephanie Kralovich. <laughs> Steph, thanks so much for joining us. We, you know what? You are one of Mark and I's favorite people in the, in the entire world. And we still talk about you almost every single week. Thanks for coming on. You know, thanks for having me, first of all. Brian and Mark, I miss you guys almost every single day. And I talk about you at least once a week because people ask me about you guys all the time. And I have so many memories uh, of us in the Weather Center back, back in what, 2009, 2010. I mean, it feels like yesterday, but that was actually like uh, more than a decade ago now. It was like the three of us, right? Right. It was like the three of us there for a good couple of years, uh, where we worked day side and night side, all three of us together. So, so we got to bond quite a bit. Yeah. For every one person that asks you, Steph, about us, there's three asking us about you. Where did yes. she go? What happened to Stephanie Kralovich? Remember when she used to do the weather? Where's Stephanie? <laughs> so that's why we. That's why we're doing this segment. So we got to catch up with you. And Brian, you're right. We should go back to the beginning. Where are you from? Where, when did you start? What, what's, what's your story? <laughs> Where am I from? Is that a Gresham joke buried there in there somewhere? <laughs> yep. 
I am from uh, Gresham, and I worked in, you know, Eugene, Medford, Boise for a couple years, Spokane for three years, and then in 2005, December of 2005, I moved back to my hometown, which was Portland, of course. If you're outside of this area, you tell people you're from Portland because they don't know where Gresham is or because they'll make fun of you. No, I'm kidding. Not They won't make fun of you. But uh, anyway, I... Yeah, was back in my hometown with all my, you know, friends from growing up and at the station I always wanted to work for. You know, I grew up watching Kim Singer. I just, this was just like a dream come true, me coming home in 2005. And it, it's been that way actually ever since. Mark, were you involved in hiring staff? Well, it must have been. I can't believe 16 years ago. That seems like a long time back, doesn't it? It feels like such a long, you know, Mark, you had little, little kids. Like, I think Ariel was maybe three, two or three. And yeah. I remember at the time you were in your mid-30s, and that seemed like, oh, he's so grown up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time ago. You're right. Everybody was young and innocent back then. And we hired fresh young Stephanie Kralovich from Spokane. It's like, hey, she's a local gal. She knows our weather. And she does and did and does still. And um, I think we only had three people on the team at that time. Yeah, it was, was it you me? and Drew and Andy, Drew Jackson, Andy. And then they added a weekend morning show. And that's why I was brought on. That's right. Along with, oh, this is a hot little juicy tip bit. At that time, they started the weekend morning show. Uh, so Good Day Oregon, Saturdays and Sundays. And the anchors were Chad Carter, who's still in Portland. He is the spokesperson for the Red Cross. But Jamie Kern Lima, who is now, I don't know if you guys have heard, but she's a number one New York Times bestselling author. She sold Whoa. It Cosmetics. She started in It Cosmetics when she was, you know, in her, her apartment living in Portland or Beaverton working at KPTV and it was this cosmetics company we were like oh cool she's leaving to start a cosmetics company and now she's a billionaire because she sold her company to L'Oreal for more than a billion dollars or a, a billion billionaire dollars. and she read she wrote a book that just came out uh it's called believe it and I read it and it was a tearjerker and it was wonderful and I highly recommend her book. But that was back in 2005. I think she left in 06 or 07 to start this makeup brand. But people who watched back then might remember her. Mark, do you remember her? I do. I, I have to admit I'm embarrassed to say, and hopefully she's not listening, but um, I, I do remember her now, but I forgot about her. But yes, she was on Big Brother, right? Yes, she was Miss Washington. She'd been on Baywatch. She was on the very first season of Big Brother. And, you know, she was always so sweet. For someone whose makeup was always flawless and she was always so put together, she was so incredibly sweet. And seeing her achieve such success just makes my heart smile because she was one of the nicest people. You know, we've worked with so many people. She was one of the very nicest people I've ever met. And her life story is riveting. I don't want to give too much of her book away, but it's fascinating. Do you think she remembers us? Um, of course <laughs> I messaged her. Uh, and she does. I don't get a card. You know, in her, she was on Ellen and she showed a clip of her reporting at Fox 12. Because the reason she started this company is she was looking for a makeup 
that covered rosacea uh, on television. And she developed this brand that ended up taking off and selling to L'Oreal for a billion. I forgot all about that. I remember the rosacea now because we used to talk about that sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had rosacea. So that was 16 years ago. <laughs> by the way, this podcast is brought to you by... No, I'm... <laughs> L'Oreal. Did, uh, so, Steph, how long were you at KPTV for initially during your weather run? During my weather run. So I did weather there from 2005, late 2005, all the way to... February 2014. The day before the snowstorm started. Yes. It was like Remember? February 6th and then the 7th, yes. I think, the storm hit. Does that sound right? That does sound right. I remember. Yep. Didn't you get a go, since you had just left, you actually got to play in the snow with your little boy. Right. And not worry about the TV news calling you in, right? Which was a surreal feeling. And yeah, it, there was part of me, of course, that wanted to be there because those were always the good times when it was like, oh, you know, I remember one of those big storms in 06, the news director had to pick me up from my little studio apartment in Northwest to get me to the <laughs> station because I didn't have snow tires. Uh, but yeah, those were always the fun memories, the big storm. Like the one in 09. What was that one in Dece December 28th, oh. 09? I think of it every year. Brian, you remember December 28th or 29th of 09? Let me let me yep. set the stage. That I was think, my first winter yeah. at Fox 12. We, that was just the fiasco where, where I think we said, I said, we all said, hey, it's going to be kind of marginal tomorrow afternoon. I think, we'll, I think we'll get by without snow. It'll be like 34 degree rain and snow mixed. And Steph and I are sitting in the weather center and what happened? Uh... <laughs> it's so funny because we would always be kind of in our lounge gear until maybe five <laughs> minutes before it was time to go on the air Lounge gear, and by okay. lounge gear i mean you know just something cozy because we weren't on television quite yet and mark starts looking at the radar picture and sees what's happening and he yells out step get your clothes on we gotta go on the air <laughs> and what he meant was get your work clothes on, obviously, <laughs> uh, because we, I was probably in some sort of sort of jammy gear at the time. <laughs> it was a good memory. Folks, she's serious. Yeah, you were always comfortable. Didn't you have like little, um, uh, what, what do you call the slippers? You had like soft little slippers and maybe a, you had a, didn't you have a throw, a little throw rug or a yes. throw blanket that had clouds? I, I had that. the weather snuggie always because I was always cold. So I would be in there, you know, with the cozy clothes and then I would always wear a blanket, always. And I remember Steph she could move. Have you ever seen a cat like when something surprises it and it moves really quickly, faster than you? I mean, faster than you thought that animal could move. Steph could beat any kitty cat. Let me just give you an example. Um, we used to have this this set. Remember that last set we had where we were up like about a foot up on a kind of a round riser thing, and the weather open would come. Steph is doing a show. I'm busy. I don't know, dinking around, looking at weather maps. And so it's her show, so she's responsible. And she, all of a sudden, the weather open comes, you know, where it says, and now Fox 12, whatever. And so that means within about 0.75 seconds, she needs to be over at the chroma key, the green wall. And it was amazing how quickly she could move. And folks, I kid you not, there was one <laughs> there was one time she went over to the chroma, <laughs> chroma key, and I see, I looked down. Basically, she had to turn the corner, step down a foot, and run to the right. <laughs> 
there were two shoes that she was wearing that were still in the weather center. <laughs> so it's like a person that was struck by lightning and they were vaporized and their shoes were still there. She was able to leap out of her shoes and make it over to the chroma key. And I'm sure she looked great, had the story straight in her head, and she could just go right into a weather cast like nothing had happened. Amazing. I was always like a cat on a hot tin roof, like waiting for that weather open and then I would hop into gear. But many times amazing uh, that would bite me. Like the time I had the, you know, the waffle cone in my mouth and choked oh, on it. Or the time I got that... launched out of the office chair. I went to stand up and <laughs> something happened with the chair and I did a face plant on camera. There were all kinds of uh, times when cutting it close did not serve me well. My, the waffle cone story is one of my favorites because I was working with you that day. And I, I, re <laughs> I don't remember why, but you were eating an ice cream cone. And I <laughs> Without ice cream, I might add, like the ice cream it was all gone, but I saw there were still three cones during a commercial break, and I thought that would be enough time to eat one, and it was a short, pointy kind. Yeah, I think the producer dropped the story right behind you, so you thought you had a little more time, and, I, and you had it in your mouth, and they came to you, and you were, and you just did a whole water cast with the food in your mouth. <laughs> oh, and of course the news director was watching at the oh, time. Oh, so good. So what happened? in your mouth yes well that's what you get when there's free food around the tv station <laughs> you know one of the things that that and i feel like mark and i eat uh, pretty healthy now but i i back in the back in those days when I mean, we'd always have random food in the weather center and and steph i remember you would you would f just find a bowl of it could be like a popcorn bowl and you'd eat your salad out of that or you just you know put, put whatever in that i still and do that that's funny that you remember you still... that <laughs> a huge giant popcorn bowl but it's got like a, a salad with whatever i have in it and you used to make fun of me for for eating like pop tarts and candy and all that stuff yeah and i would look over and see this guy who's just like skinny as a rail fit as can be and he would be eating two pop tarts and washing it down with a full sugar dr pepper yeah. and i don't think wow. i've ever had a soda that wasn't diet in my entire life and he's sitting there <laughs> meanwhile i'm over <laughs> on the other side of the weather center with a salad going it's not fair so i used to make fun of uh your health food from the vending machine Mackie but now that you have kids I'm sure you're you're eating balanced meals and I eat way better well mostly getting older and uh you know and I have high cholesterol now so I need to watch that weird <laughs> yeah isn't that shocking <laughs> surprise <laughs> you know Steph you taught me to eat so well in a way because you would you would um saute things remember I would bring in like what's zucchini or stuff and you would saute it you'd make some great foods with the balsamic vinegar so steph ate really well and she was always eating but she was she always did. eating good stuff yeah well and that was all thanks to your gardening skills mark you would bring in you know a kohlrabi the size of my head and i would be able to chop it up and we would eat on that for like a couple days for, we could have lived on that if we would have had the big one right right um Good memories. I remember the time you burned the broccoli in the oven. Kevin, Kevin, Corey walks through the hallway and he said, Kralovich, and you can smell this horrific burned broccoli through the whole station. At one point, I think there was a sign up in the 
break room that said, no popping popcorn in this microwave. And I was like, I wonder if that's because of the broccoli. They <laughs> thought it was popcorn. Actually, it's because one of our coworkers uh, forgot about the popcorn and put it on too long. And then the fire department had to come because it was like smoking and everything. And so. Yeah, oh, really? The, I did yeah, not know about this little uh-huh. piece of KPTV lore. They lifted yeah. the ban after about a year, but it took a whole year of no popcorn in the building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, Steph, you you did weather, and that's how Mark and I really got to get close to you. But you also reported uh, kind of like what I'm doing still now, uh, where you did a little bit of both. Do you have any memories from reporting that, that uh, kind of come to mind? Oh, you know, gosh. Now we're digging way back into the archives, but more recently, so in 2015, I got to, you know, more good day Oregon started and I got to do interviews on all fun stuff. It was no more like crime scene stuff, door knocks, that kind of thing. Cause I did work in hard news for many years in every market that I worked in and for the first several years at KPTV, but then for Morgan Day, Oregon, it was all fun stuff. And so those stories are what really stand out because I got to interview celebrities like, you know, Carney Wilson, who's, you know, I'm one degree separated from the Beach Boys. What? I never thought that would happen. Plus, I loved Wilson Phillips. So to me, meeting Carney Wilson, I was like, and I can die happy now. I mean, some of the people I got to meet doing that show uh really great i just got a facebook memory that it was four years ago i interviewed tom green so it was like i interviewed a bunch of the guys from jackass a lot of just funny and you know brian you're into comedy so all the comedians who would come into town i'd get to interview them which meant a lot of like snl alumni and it ended up being just an absolute blast such a cool job. You you really helped launch more in its new iteration now, and and kind of took it took it to that next level. Because you know we had a couple of different iterations of it, but now it's now it's this uh, big show that we have, and uh, you really uh, the, you're the re- reason that really kind of became what it is now. So that's cool to see. You know, I'm still a part of that show, but just as a contributor now, I just do segments here and there instead. And I think. Stephanie and Spencer are doing such an amazing job. Oh, they are totally. Yeah. What, what do you, what are you doing now? So, uh, well, as you guys know, I'm at KPTV still. I am just not hosting a live show Monday through Friday. I'm hosting little segments here and there. So like today I shot one, uh, about clean water. Yesterday I did a segment with the Department of Education about the return to in-person learning. I do some for just all kinds of different companies. Some of them are are like power swabs, tooth whitening, or, um, you know, different products or companies. 1-800-GOT-JUNK, I did one for them. Um, But the big one I get to do that I really love doing, I also get to do commercials with, is Shoe Mill. So they're like a family-owned company. People who are from here know they've been around for more than 40 years. So it's really cool because it's these four brothers. It's like a third-generation family-owned business, and the four brothers, uh, the oldest one's my age, they're all running it now. And it's just been a blast during the past, what, year and a half, I've been working really closely with them and promoting shoes. What could be more fun than that? 
Yeah, I hope you have a lot of shoes from the, from this uh, as well. As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> and slippers. I'll spare you the side of my slippers, but they, they sell the most comfortable shoes from around the world. So you're getting to do these fun things. And uh, uh, we, we haven't mentioned yet, you're, you're also a mom. And how, bi- how big is Koopy now? He is eight and a half, and guys, yeah, it's gone by so fast. He's now, he looks like a little man, and he is into weather because in second grade, they do the weather unit, and he's into all kinds of clouds. We we picked up skiing this year. I mean, I've always been a skier. Mark, you remember when I used to be able to ski, and then I married a snowboarder, and it all ended. Oh. Yeah. All over. (laughs) So I hadn't skied in 11 years and I took him up and he took to it naturally. And he, he would always say, mom, there's a Lenny when we would see a lenticular cloud. Really? Yeah. And he's, he's like constantly talking about the ski forecast. And I, I love it when you guys mention the ski resorts or uh, Jeff must be a skier too, because he mentions the ski forecast sometimes in, in emails. Or does he just know that people like knowing about the mountain at the station because those emails just go to the station right yeah well yeah they just go to the station we post them online too but as you yeah i think you told mark that he's a boomer right isn't that what you yeah (laughs) which would you describe a boomer uh yeah he's a boomer um so mark people talk to me a lot about you mark and i don't know if you can even use this but there are a lot of guys in town who are straight men who have man crushes on you guys and now jeff too and they i i have like two guys who are basically only friends with me because they think that i will introduce them to you guys people ask me what's mark nelson like i'm like that guy eats sleeps breathes weather like he wakes up in the morning and his first thought is the weather and I always wonder about Sheila. What's it like for her to be around someone who's thinking about the weather all the time? I mean, if you're going to watch a forecast, I mean, I guess if he's not thinking about the weather, he's thinking about something that's so directly impacted by the weather, like his garden. So he, he this is a person who was born to do what he's doing. And I swear he was a weatherman in the womb. And one time I told this story to a group of, I don't, who was it visiting the station? And I said, Mark came out of the womb, a weatherman. <laughs> and I think it was just too visual because there were some jaws that dropped in the audience. But I really think Mark, you were born to do this. And seeing my little eight year old son get into the weather and ask about what mom is that a stratus cloud mom is that a cumulonimbus that stuff i think oh gosh i bet your mom has memories of that constantly that yeah, is you so know, cool my parents used to uh when we lived in chehalis when i was uh late middle school early high school we had not only the portland tv stations for weather but we also had the seattle station so i remember between 5 and 6 p.m when every station had a newscast I would see six different weather forecasts. It drove them nuts that I was flipping back and forth. By that time, we actually had remote controls. We didn't have to walk up to the TV. But yeah, so yeah, it drove my parents nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just think it's so cute that you 
have wanted to do this your whole life and that and I also tell people that you guys have the most accurate forecast because I remember when I was there Mark was keeping track of, of forecast accuracy and he had proof that you know because everyone always remembers the time the weather people got it wrong yes but if you're going to watch the weather on TV you really have to watch Fox 12 I always tell people that because I know not only are you the best in town, but you're the most accurate and you have the records to prove it. So I get really confused slash upset when I walk into a family member or a friend's house and they have a different station on because why? Their forecast is not going to be as good or the worst is when a friend will text me a screenshot of some other station's forecast. It feels like a stab in the heart, guys. Because why, why even bother? That was good. That's good. You know we what? should use that in a promo. I think we need to hire <laughs> Steph as our agent. What's so nice is right now we have, we have four people that is like great forecasters. Everybody's I'm comfortable with everybody. It's just really it's really nice to have. So yeah, we have a great team. Um, but I've been fortunate to work with so many good people over the years. Steph Steph was the funniest person I've ever worked with. Yes. Oh, you uh, are Dad's so hands sweet down. to say that. So sweet to say that. Because I was such a disaster. No. <laughs> no. That was part of your charm. Funny. That was part of the charm, really. It was. that you would. She was always kind of on the edge, but that makes you good in TV. You're kind of on the edge, you know? And you know what? And, and, and this just shows, too, that, I mean, it really all the people that we've worked with over the years, uh, are, we're, we're all friends. I, I don't know how that ended up happening, just because you never know who you're going to work with, if you're going to get along with them. But, like, the three of us are friends. I mean, we, we we've, it genuinely enjoy each other, and that uh, just helps things. We and Our weather team now, we're all friends, and, and it's, it's great. And so, um, uh, yeah, I feel blessed to have worked with, so many, not only just great weather people and meteorologists, but also just friendly, great people. I mean, Steph, I, you know, working with you, uh, that that's a highlight in my career. Definitely. Ditto back at you guys. Ditto. I, I, what I missed about doing weather was being with you two guys, just joking, laughing. We'd mix in some talk about the weather every once in a while, but it was usually just hanging out with buds yep most of it we could not put on tv so thankfully uh... or even on this podcast for that matter. yeah <laughs> true true well steph thank you so much uh for for joining us here and uh you know we we were we were thinking about our first guest here of this of this new iteration of this podcast and you were the first person we thought of. we gotta get steph on uh, because I'm glad true. you told me that yeah, after the fact. True. I didn't know I was the first person. Please know that I'm a huge fan of you guys and I watch you guys all the time and you're just the best. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it, Mark? Oh, geez, that was that was like going back to the old days, <laughs> which is like, you know, eight years ago. But Stephanie, I, I, I kid you not, like I said, she was I had the most fun working with her more so than any other person. Sorry, Brian, but Stephanie was. I get it, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got I, I got the chance to work with her, uh, you know, for a couple of years or a few years in there as well. She's just so much fun. Such a such a wonderful personality. And I'm so glad that she's kind of still with us and still, uh, yeah. you know, doing stuff at the station. So we get to see her pop in from time to time. She's so well. humble, too. You know, she, yeah. she doesn't have a big ego, which is so nice. She's just, you know, just like a regular, like the gal next door, the Gresham gal next door. That's she would right. Say. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, you know, before we go here, I want to take a look at what's ahead coming up over the next several days. I know we talked a little bit earlier in the podcast about some rain on the way here for Friday, but boy, you know, we thought, oh, that could be a decent soaker maybe several days ago. Now it looks really weak. Yeah, I just made the forecast, Brian. This is hot off the presses for your Wednesday afternoon. And um, looking at that Friday thing, I do think Friday is going to be a pretty gloomy day. We get low clouds in at the same time as a front coming in midday and afternoon. So I think the combo of the two is like, yeah, that's not really an indoor day, but it's going to be gray and drippy, totally different than the temps near 80 tomorrow. So I think we're going to go from near 80 tomorrow to maybe low 60s at best on Friday. So quite a change. But here, here's the payoff. Uh, we've been saying maybe some showers over the weekend. It looks so weak this weekend. I mean, there, there's uh, hardly anything left on Saturday. Probably uh, some showers over the mountains. Maybe one drifts over the valley. But bet you 80% of us in the I-5 corridor are going to be dry Saturday, probably Sunday as well. So actually, Brian, yeah, the, the fresh forecast I'm making says mainly dry and likely dry on those two days. Oh, man. Maybe a weak thing comes through Monday. I think the European model does not have it here. The other two models try to bring something in. So back to normal temperature-wise those days, mid-60s. And then it's interesting because when we look at what we call our ensembles, which is a whole bunch of runs of one model, which is how we kind of get a feeling for like, okay, are the models veering one way or the other? When I was looking at the European ensembles the last two days, it's like, oh, we're going to go cool and showery for a while, we think, you know, this weekend and into next week. And Brian, sure enough, I look, it started last night because, you know, first thing I do, as Stephanie says, I make my coffee and I (laughs) I look at weather weather maps in the morning. Yeah. And on the last night's Euro run, I saw like it's trying to have a few, a few of those members trying to have a spike later next week, like about a week or so from now. And I'm like, ah, they're just kind of sticking out. And sure enough, the 12Z comes out and like half the members are spiking again with some at least brief ridging later next week. Oh, so man. it could be, we got to, it's just beyond our seven day, but the Euro, I think has a plus plus 18 or 19 late next week with offshore. Oh, flow. that's, that's some hot, that's, that's some like, hot weather. Mm, yeah, it's like 90. So, uh-huh. um, of course we, we don't have to go that far out in time, but I did, I did veer the temperatures up for the last day of our seven day forecast, which is Cinco de Mayo. Oh, going to be warm for Cinco de Mayo, huh? Next Wednesday. We, maybe. All Could right. Be. All right. Canadian disagrees, but, um, yeah. So big picture, I don't see a change to our very dry weather pattern. I do not see significant rain in the next week. Okay. At least that takes us through the first week of May. Start doing your rain dance, people, because we uh, we definitely need Ooh. some rain here coming up as we yes, head we into do. May. I think uh, I think uh, April might be a lost cause, but maybe we'll get some here as we head into May. Cross your fingers. We'll try. That was a fun episode, Mark, and you know we'll, all four of us should be back here next uh, next week. Big thanks to Stephanie Krolovich for joining us, everybody. Make sure you stay safe. And by the way, Mark, real quick for before we go, I'm getting mm-hmm. my second shot tomorrow. I'm very excited <sighs> about right. that. Yeah, that's right. All three members of the weather crew are getting it. I mean, the three members except for me yep. um, are getting it. And so I plan to disappear. So if there's an issue, you guys are on your own. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I already told these guys, I said, hey, if there's an emergency, I can come in. Like if somebody's like laid out flat on the floor, you know, people sometimes get the fluish symptoms. But I think uh, Camilla, our coworker, she, she didn't report any issues with the second visor. Okay, good. Maxine, it's total, it seems like a random thing. I'm next wet Tuesday, I think. Next Tuesday I'm on. So we will see. All right. And then we're going to have ourselves a weather lunch, I think, huh? That's right. Got to do that. A wild lunch. (laughs) All right. Everybody stay safe. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll chat with you next week. Do you have a weather question? Call 503-548-6484 and leave a message. It could be featured on a future episode. 
If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area. 